What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Nightmare on Film Street. The current time is 6.66. Traffic is clear ahead from here to the afterlife. But it's hell outside. For the next hour, you're on nightmare time. So, let's give a grave welcome to our hosts, John and Kim. Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare on Film Street. Horror for the casually obsessed. I'm Kim. I'm John. And this week, we're heading into the pumpkin patch, and we're talking Pumpkinhead! Yeah, Stan Winston's Pumpkinhead. The man responsible for the animatronics behind some of your favorite movies, including Jurassic Park. Motherfucker came out and just directed a goddamn A-plus creature feature right at the gate. Honestly, I think he just had this fucking creature design in his back pocket, and he and he was like, you know what? You guys aren't having this. I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, this is one for me. <laughs> one for the good guys. <laughs> and thus we got Pumpkinhead, which surprisingly for, set for an original character is got a lot of lore and a lot of uh, a lot of shit going on and we're going to get into it today but John if anybody out there has not seen Pumpkinhead Oh this is unfair I wanted to ask you this question <laughs> We need three good things about Pumpkinhead Well so I mean number 1 has to be that it is a animatronic monster movie directed by an animatronic monster genius like it's it's I've kind of already said that in the beginning of this episode but you know it goes without saying that a guy who has who had made his entire career uh, on on puppets and and monsters like Pumpkinhead knows how to fucking shoot them. Number two, an incredible emotional performance from Lance Henriksen. Like the man is kind of the ultimate badass. You've seen yes. him, yeah. You've seen him as sort of like a hundred year old vampire in in Near Dark. He's practically a serial killer. He's a relatively emotionless robot in Aliens. He's the hardened military space guy in Screamers, which is a reference for maybe five people, <laughs> but is like half my childhood spent watching that movie. Lance Henriksen is incredible in this movie. Uh, you know, just a, a father on a revenge mission, uh, a supernatural revenge mission. 
which almost feels like a third thing right there. Uh, but number three, Pumpkinhead is sassy. Pumpkinhead has so much personality. I love that. I was going to say that if you didn't, Pumpkinhead is so sassy. <laughs> yeah, he uh, relishes the opportunity. Like this, it's like the like once every fifty years, somebody comes knocking on his door, and he's like, "Let's go!" Oh, Just full, cracks his knuckles and it puts the gear on. Full fucking Beetlejuice mode, ready yeah. to party. Pumpkinhead has tricks up. Does Pumpkinhead have sleeves? Pumpkinhead's arms. <laughs> And yeah, he is ready to party. I fucking love all of the stunts he pulls in this movie, but we'll get into it. Oh yeah, those are those are those are just three good things. There are a hundred good things about Pumpkinhead, and I think a perfect movie to ring in the Halloween season. A Sawin scare, I believe, is what we're calling it. This is a this is a double feature. Kim has been looking forward to, especially Stoked. especially because she finally got to force me to stop saying Sam Hain, which has. <laughs> It's been very hard to let go of. I still say Sam Hain, and then I'm like, oh, fuck. It's how it looks like it should sound. I'm like, I'm not fucking Gaelic. Before we get into it, though, Kim, real quick, what is keeping you creepy this week? Well, I think we should talk a little bit off the top about Pearl. Everybody's been checking that one out. It just opened in theaters last weekend. That is the prequel to Ty West's X. It is a origin story of the villain uh, Pearl, and we watched it. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah, so Mia Goth plays uh, dual roles in X uh, as the lead Maxine and also the villain Pearl, who's, I don't know, 80 years old in that movie. But in this, she is a fresh-faced 22-year-old woman. And uh, it has all the style of an of old-timey Hollywood. I mean, it's... Real old-timey Hollywood. Like, we're talking 20s. Yes, it's set in 1918. And it kind of looks a lot like The Wizard of Oz. Like, even the farm is sort of technicolored. It's got a lot of style to it. I think, personally, I liked it more than X. I think I did, too. It's a shame, because X is, it's on, like, on paper, the coolest fucking movie ever made. I know. I, yeah, I really wanted to love X, but that's a whole other ballgame. Um, I really enjoyed Pearl for having not been totally uh, wowed with X. Yeah. I will say that you can definitely watch Pearl... Uh, whether or not you loved X, yes. it's uh, its own little movie, and it's very, it's the sweetest horror movie I think I've seen in a very long time. We're also in the middle of covering Fantastic Fest. If you want to head over to nofspodcast.com to check out the reviews and interviews that we've been posting for that. Um, we're on our way to the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, so look out for reviews of that and just social media coverage of Kim's fucking world debut of Symphony. Uh, can't fucking wait for uh, for Brooklyn to take in that horror anthology and to check out your segment in it. It's kind of crazy to be like, oh, I have a feature film there. I Guys, I only directed seven minutes of it, but... Yeah, but those seven minutes. I'm really, yeah, I'm really, really stoked. So yeah, we're going to be at Brooklyn Horror Fest that kicks off uh, October 13th. And then we should be maybe possibly hitting up Nightmares Film Fest because Symphony is going to be playing there. And that goes from October 20th to 23rd. And that is in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, the Nightmares Film Fest. Symphony's playing there, and I haven't checked out the schedule yet, but I'm sure there's going to be tons of other cool stuff to check out. So we're going to try to swing on by, maybe on our way home. Yeah, and individual tickets are on sale for both of those. So if you want to come hang out with us, we're de- guaranteed to be at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival. We're going to do our best to be at Nightmares. If you haven't already, head over to nofspodcast.com slash horror challenge. 
to grab your 31 day horror challenge official challenge guide where there are a whole bunch of different colors and options to choose from if you haven't done it before it's 31 days of horror movies every day we've put out a little cool prompt and you have to pick a movie to watch that day uh and then 31 days goes by and boom it's halloween so uh we do that every year it's always so much fun and there's also a huge giveaway over there for the ultimate horror book nook so head over to nofspodcast.com slash horror challenge to check it out honestly we could go on and on it's it's halloween season we're officially in it we are tailgating the number one festival of the year the number one holiday of the year uh there are honestly just like you can't swing a dead cat without finding something fun to do outside right now there's so much shit coming out next month that we're all gonna be just vibrating with horror movies candy corn is gonna be coming out of our ears (laughs) (laughs) okay well uh honestly we should just get into it i'm ready you ready yep Let's talk Pumpkinhead. Now it begins. Deep in the Appalachian Mountains, they say that an act of evil shall never go unpunished. There they tell of a creature who shall come from nowhere, born from the blood of the innocent, to hunt the guilty. And they call it Pumpkinhead. They are strangers here, and what began as harmless fun ended in tragedy. Anger. What was an accident? And revenge. It's what you wanted. You gonna stop? Gotta run his course. Now the spell has been cast. The terror is loose. The horror is here. Pumpkinhead. Stan Winston's Pumpkinhead is currently sitting at a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Be honest here, John. Yeah. Uh, confessional time. Confessional time. How many times do you think you've seen Pumpkinhead, and why was this the first time you've actually watched it? Yeah, it's a VHS tape that we've put on a whole bunch, probably while putting up decorations or just getting shit done. It's got the vibe of Halloween, but I've never sat never. down and paid attention to it. And it's a crime. <laughs> Such a crime. I will say, though, that this was the first time I f- gave my full... 100 attention to it and I cried like 25 minutes <laughs> yeah you can laugh at pet, uh, pet cemetery like watching a little cage gauge get hit by a truck but something about pumpkin head just like really tapped into yeah you this time. why do they have to fucking show the kids so much well I think what gets you to is seeing Lance Henriksen react to it just like he just loved his little boy it was all he had in the world yo it's not even just like I, I, all of my dreams are hanging on this child they 
have such a cool relationship at the beginning of the movie. Like, they are just best pals. He's like, I don't give a fuck about anything else in the world. It's just me and this kid. I guess his dog's along for the ride. We're, we're, we're just running our little fruit stand, living life. Oh, and he's, like, strict but reasonable and fun and, and like, everything you want a dad to be. Like, he's a little bit scary, but also, like, you can spray him with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Henriksen's just, like, one of the best fucking actors ever. Oh, he gives once he I, gives that off in every role. Once I started crying, I felt so bad for him that like I could have cried at any point during the film. Like pumpkin heads off killing some teenagers, and I'm like, but Lance Henriksen's son died. <laughs> I had to take a break and make a coffee halfway through because I needed just like oh a time away from the screen. Uh, I think I'm just getting really soft in my old age. Yeah, that's maybe that's like the third horror movie this year that's made me cry. <laughs> Whatever, so what? You're you're growing a heart in your old age. Big deal. <laughs> you're shedding your skin a little bit. You're becoming more human. Congratulations, Kim. Thank you. Um, I've always appreciated this movie, mainly because Stan Winston is his directorial debut. Pumpkinhead, like the creature design. Oh, it looks amazing. Just fantastic. And this comes long before... Actually, it's so funny because we were talking about this yesterday because we did our first Spirit Halloween trip oh, yeah. of the season. And it looks like Spirit is trying to make like regular characters. They have these shirts and promo items for, I think there's a clown and there's something else. Yeah. It might even be like a pumpkin monster Okay, that they're trying to really push as like, oh, look at our original creatures and they're have, our yeah. IP and we don't have to pay anything for them. Yeah. But- We've we've kind of seen a rise of that, like the creature creation of, uh, say, like what Crypt TV does, okay. where they make these monsters and then they're recurring and they're really scary. And I find that Pumpkinhead was kind of the first original creature, kind of not based on lore or anything, that was, I guess, totally sellable by just face value. Like you could have sold just as many action figures of Pumpkinhead with or without a movie. He looks really fucking cool. So fucking cool. He looks like a nightmare that a Pokemon would have. Like he does. He <laughs> like does a Pokemon's final, final, final form. <laughs> yeah, there's there are a few scenes where I, I, you know, having grown up with Pokemon, I was like, he, like just the shadow of him. I'm like, this kind of looks like that Mewtwo guy, right? That's not or like a, if if a Xenomorph put on a Halloween costume. Well, I mean, it does help. It does, you know, it does help that he's making like the Xenomorph sound, and he's got water dripping out of his mouth, just like a <laughs> just Xenomorph constantly. He's on full trickle. Yeah, that that xenomorph sound is just like it's like like he's just the most evil cricket. And the tail, I think it's the tail. Well, the tail definitely and helps. the long like head. <laughs> I was gonna say like uh, weenie shaped head, but weenie shaped uh, head. Can just... we say it's a pumpkin shaped head? <laughs> is it though? Not really. It's a gourd. Oh, so I I got in the thick of it with somebody on on like Instagram. I, this was several years ago. About I can't remember the post that I did. I did like a promo post for Nightmare about how like you know like pumpkin horrors or whatever, and and you know like I had one of those like keyboard warriors who was like, um, pumpkin head is not actually a pumpkin, and I was like, oh. <sighs> Okay. He's uh, also not real. <laughs> this demonic entity that is shaped like a pumpkin and born of the pumpkin patch. <laughs> he's definitely got a little bit of pumpkin in him for sure, man. He's, he's at least chosen pumpkin. He like when he was scrolling through like uh Cher Horowitz in Clueless through his like fashion library of skins <laughs> when he was coming down to earth or he, up to earth depending yeah. on where he's located. He was like, "Oh yeah, I totally choose the gourd." <laughs> That's his yellow plaid. 
you know, for two people out there, that's going to be a real specific reference. <laughs> well, they laughed, so I feel fine. And I hope they loved it, yeah. <laughs> I just love that he comes out of a pumpkin patch. I could give I could give zero shits about what he actually looks like. If every you're, monster you're, no, movie... Wait, wait. Hmm? Pumpkin patch and graveyard. Oh, that's true. You have to go up to the old pumpkin patch graveyard. Damn, man. I hope to one day be Backslash graveyard. <laughs> in a graveyard slash pumpkin patch. You know, I laughed at it, and I, I laughed at it during in the movie, but then I was thinking about it very distracted in my head, and I was like, you know, though, pumpkin patch... On a graveyard, those would probably be really good pumpkins. Now, this is a little bit morbid. Okay. <laughs> but because I now have a uh, tiny garden and I started growing pumpkins, uh, yeah. they did not. <laughs> nothing happened there. Please don't ask for evidence. Uh, <laughs> we planted them too late in the season. I got lots of pumpkin flowers. No oh, pumpkins. yeah. But pumpkins need soil that's high in nitrogen. Okay. And do you know what? You know, Else's dead, dead bodies, I assume. Blood and bones and human urine. Oh, good. Uh, I was reading, you know, like, how do you increase the the uh, nitrogen in your soil naturally? And there was like, um, just pee uh, on co- it? Coffee grounds, uh, such oh, and such, uh, blood meal, bone, and human urine. Okay. <laughs> I was like, cool, cool, cool. Gardeners are 100% witches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, in the morning, I'll just empty the French press into the garden, and all of that I'll also pee on for you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, logistically, pumpkin patch slash graveyard holds up. Huh. Look at us being botanists. Botanists? Botanists. Oh, God. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to request to be buried in one of those burlap sacks. No. Holding a pumpkin seed. That's exactly it. That's what I was gonna say. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like request that you know before I even go, be like, but I, wait, you I've should... picked my suit, and it just all the pockets are just lined <laughs> with no. pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I have it even better. <laughs> You're wearing a pumpkin-colored Spider-Man outfit, what? and you took the, you took two pumpkin seeds in your wrist. <laughs> So what? So that when somebody digs me up, they go what? Like I'm I'm no, a I'm an Instagram account. Like what? God will get a laugh. God will get a laugh. God and anybody with the like X-ray vision looking through the soil. You could have a yuck in your afterlife. You can haunt yourself, and then once the pumpkins are, you know, like six to eight months later, once the pumpkins are like their full form, and you have so many vines, you could be like, ha. <laughs> Can you imagine a ghost that's haunting you? That, like, so ghosts are always just like, I need you need to you need to uncover my body. I need to be laid to rest. And then as you that last shovelful taking it out of the grave, you sort of just like, wait a minute. You see that it's a gag, and then you just hear ha ha. ha. <laughs> like and that's your fu- final business, and then you go away forever. <laughs> I just had a fucking prank that I needed to get done. You just fade away into the ether. It is One complete. <laughs> This has been Scare Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good. Yeah, yeah. So Pumpkinhead, the ultimate prankster, here to get a laugh <laughs> out of some out of some shithole college kids, twenty year olds, youths. <laughs> some youths that have uh, that have accidentally but viciously murdered a child. Yeah, that shit was dark without a supernatural being. I gotta say that there were a lot of questionably moraled people in this movie. 
Well, yeah, the entire group just like loads up and runs off. Well, I as soon as that kid's hurt, that kid's one. We found out later, not even dead, just hurt. Well, he, I assumed he was hurt, like just really, really, really hurt. Yeah, and being being dead is being really, 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 really hurt. Like, <laughs> okay, true. But just the, I don't know, the idea of leaving a injured child is even more sadistic than leaving a dead child. Yeah, there are varying degrees of how okay each different individual person is with it. Like, some of them think that they're going to call help. I don't know why they didn't attempt to, you know, like... Just walk out the door? Go to the police station. Uh, well, I mean, he does take the, like, Joel, the, the shithead who's been drinking, who drives over the kids. And is on probation. And is on probation for getting into an accident with a, like, a, that got another person hurt way back home, uh, has kind of taken the group hostage. Like, they, they bail out of there. They're all scared. They, uh, half the group is like, we're going to go find help. We're and then the go. other half are like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, things are a little, uh, maybe nobody saw it. Uh, but yeah, he takes the keys. He knocks some people out. He locks the, he locks a few of them in the closet. They're like the ones that are really gonna leave to go get the cops no matter what. Basically, basically the final two. <laughs> yeah, he basically ties them up. So I mean, like people did try. But they did go full I know what you did last summer on this scenario. Yeah. If there was a gorge, they would have like whoop that poor little boy off of it. I mean, it's it's interesting that that even one of them just stays with the kid. I was once so the rest surprised that he died first. That I think is my biggest disappointment of the whole movie is that I wanted him to be the final youth because he seemed to have giving exception to the two that survive. What are their names? Uh, so this is bad. You don't even know the final girl's name. You know, ah. it's uh, Tracy and Chris. But Steve, who he's like, I'll stay with the kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He has such a good emotional scene when Lance Henriksen oh, man, right. comes and, and realizes what happened. That when he dies first, it's f- it fully takes the wind out of you. Well, I think it fully takes the, it's su- it's supposed to, and it fully takes the wind out of Lance Henriksen. Like that's what makes him go like ah, we shouldn't do this. I've made a mistake. Like I think if I get yeah, if he I kills all true. the bad people first, then you then Lance Henriksen's just sitting at home going like yes, and it's for the one he recognizes, it, and it's the one he recognizes as staying with the kid. Yeah, still blames him for sure, absolutely. But well, is the still- one person that didn't disappear. Yeah, and I don't know if he gets the intention, apart from when Tracy's yelling at him at the end, that it was an accident. Yeah. And that some of them, at least, were trying to get help. Ugh. He's been blinded, blinded by rage. <laughs> blinded by rage, blinded by grief. I mean, I don't think anybody is, well, is calling to- on a deme- like a demonic entity in a right frame of mind. The witch totally egged him on, too. He was like, please, revive my son from like, the dead. And she's like, no, you don't want that. What you really want, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> That's always my favorite, right? Like, oh, I do not have the power to bring someone back from the dead. I can, however, bring a demonic force... <laughs> onto this earth to go on a murderous killing spree. Would you like that? I did really like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cus- customers who purchased a new child also purchased vengeance. <laughs> What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Oh, boy. I love a, oh, man, I love a, a good witch that's just, like, deep in the middle of the oh, woods. Oh, yeah, and everybody Vines knows about over. her. Yeah, everyone that's knows cool. about her. No one talks about her, but they pretend she doesn't exist. But you, you, And they do that because they know, Pet cemetery style, in a moment of darkness, they will turn to her. Yeah. I think I, that's why she's always laughing when people show up. She's like, <laughs> Well, that's the greatest thing about witches is just, like, you're like, oh, sinner, and you're evil, and la, la, la. But then, like, when push comes to shove, Dark Knight of the soul yeah. you're you all come knocking to her door everybody comes it's knocking. like everybody judges a witch but when you want vengeance <laughs> yeah i love a witch in the woods but the fact that the pumpkin head is already an urban legend like whispered among the town and mm-hmm. is this this thing that haunts at night they like lock their doors and they don't if if somebody if it's after an outsider then they will not help them yeah well i think even the in the beginning because we see uh, baby lance, lance baby lance uh witnesses someone murdered by Pumpkinhead. Murdered seems like the wrong choice of word here. Avenged? Tooketh? <laughs> Tooketh by the Pumpkinhead. Um, so we we definitely know that it's real. That's definitely not an outsider, though. Like, that's that's gotta be some local person, because Dad knew him. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's like, I didn't done do those things, and they were like, we can't help you, man. Yep, sorry. Can't risk, can't risk my family. You for- done be fucked. <laughs> you done be fucked. <laughs> Have you seen the claws on that pumpkin thing? <laughs> Don't get your blood on my porch. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part about Pumpkinhead is that he's... Sassy? Having, he's, he, okay, <laughs> sure, he's sassy, but he looks like he's dead and loving it. Like, he's, he's having a blast. Oh, and he smiles. He smiles. Yo, this this pumpkin, like, unlike a xenomorph, this thing's got a lot of facial expressions. This is fucking trick-or-treat night for him. He is living his... Living? Question mark? His best life. Yeah. I, I just like that he, especially when, I think it's Maggie, uh, like the second girl oh, to die. Best best moment of the whole movie. Well, first off, because he, like, you think Steve is tied up from a tree or something dangling in front of the front of the cabin. Uh, when they go out and pull him down, you realize that Pumpkinhead has been on the roof just, just sort of like. holding him oh, there. Yeah. And then, the, you know, uh, he, he grabs Maggie by that fucking head and drags her over the top of the roof. I have to say. Jason Voorhees don't got nothing on Pumpkinhead. In terms of propping out victims. (laughs) At least he sticks around to do it himself. Is that what you're saying? You literally have Pumpkinhead just dangling him over the door. Like, you can picture his little sinister smile. He's like, oh, they're going to be so fucking freaked out. This is going to fuck them up. (laughs) But it's it's specifically when we see Maggie again later and he just like lifts her up to a window and is like smearing her face on it before smashing her through the window and just leaving her there for them. It's so good. It gives me total Salem's Lot vibes. Oh, sure. When the vampires are just like hanging outside the window but it's a corpse and he's smooshing her face against the glass and she's leaving blood on it and you're like fuck pumpkin head you are a sinister fucker yeah like he's not just tossing her through the window he's he's stretching it out because he knows it'll scare them it's so rad like so good he really is like a golem that they've called who's just here to fucking avenge like i am going to destroy these people for you and like you may have immediate buyer's 
remorse about <laughs> about calling upon me to take up this uh, this dark endeavor. But I love what I do. <laughs> like he relishes the opportunity. Oh, he's to work. total Beetlejuice. Like he's just like you want to get somebody out of your house. I want to get somebody out of your house. <laughs> I like to imagine that he's that he's being called out of retirement for one last job. Like he sees Lance Hendrickson, he's like, "You son of a bitch." You know? <laughs> I do love when she revives uh, the corpse of Pumpkinhead. Oh, and he's all like curled up in a teeny little ball. And he's like, beep, beep, pumpkin head. And then he, <laughs> uh, and then he grows like one of those capsule dinosaurs. Love it. Yeah, and fucking great. Pumpkinhead's got some shoulders and some hip bones. He looks like he is ready to walk the Vogue runway. <laughs> I know. You were like, look at the pelvis on that pumpkin head. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm mostly staring at teeth and claws. That's That's my thing. I fucking love his hands in this movie. His claws are, which is, oh, which is good are... because there's a huge chunk of the movie where you mostly see hand instead of full pumpkin. But it's so because he's so gangly. Whenever he reaches any for anything, his hand almost looks like a crescent moon. Is how like it's Ooh, shaped. I like that. And like a crescent moon on the night, and he's a pumpkin. And it's like super spook. I I used to like uh, think that his design was strange and weird, but he is kind of like warty and jutted out like a pumpkin. Would or be, like right? his body is made of vines and then the pumpkin is the like his head is the only thing that's like the fruit okay i like that yeah yeah he's pretty badass it's just nice to have a creature movie where you see the creature the whole fucking time. Oh, yeah. Totally you don't spotlighted. Get sick of it. Yeah. I also like that he's just like breaking rules left and right, kind of following the vein of Sleepy Hollow, where uh, he's only after who he's fated to kill or whatever, mm-hmm. and they hide on like hallow ground or whatever. And he full out <laughs> is like, watch me cross this threshold. Nice fucking try. And then he fucks up that cross, and you're like, Wow, Pumpkinhead's really got some issues. Yeah, there's a whole lot of like pointed god stuff in this too, right? Where there's like, he, like Lance Hendrickson comes back to the witch and he's like, God damn you! And she's like, he already has. <laughs> I don't know. There's With her weird hairy chin. Oh no, now I... <laughs> You need to have a warty, hairy witch. That's just what it comes down <laughs> to. Her fucking long-ass fingernails, too. They oh. look great. The, the, the line that I, that I had almost forgotten that I just remembered is when they're... like This is right before Maggie dies. Also, he totally carves a fucking cross into her forehead as pre-rat. Because she prays! <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she's like, okay, guys, you just you sit here. I'm going to go look for Steve. You you guys pray. And then, uh, what was it, Carol? What's her fucking name? Tracy. Tracy goes into the kitchen and pulls out meat cleaver. She's like, just in case God doesn't show up. You're like, fuck! Fuck yeah, Tracy! Oh yeah, fucking Tracy has the line of the film. It's the best. Yeah, Pumpkinhead does not like God. (laughs) No, not at all. Um, But also, not really affected by him. Because they're like, we could hide in this whole church, it's cool, it's fine. And Pumpkinhead's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. And he like shoots off his (laughs) (laughs) AK-47. Say hello to my little friend. Does his face change throughout the movie? Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about this. Because when we realized that... Lance Henriksen, we should actually say his name is Ed Harley. Ed Harley. He is psychically tied or supernaturally or witch spell tied yeah. to Pumpkinhead. Yeah, like he sees the murders as they're happening. That's, yes. that's why he's he's like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I didn't want to witness it happening. I didn't want to get my hands dirty. And I think it increases as kind of we get farther into the curse because by so. the end of it, when Ed Harley gets cut, Pumpkinhead gets cut. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's how our finale is, is we have a little pumpkin death by suicide. But by the end of it, when Ed is getting more possessed by the spirit of Pumpkinhead or like the twinage of Pumpkinhead. Yeah. 
his eyes roll back and he gets these really cool contacts and the makeup is really cool. But then you're like, is Pumpkinhead starting to look He looks like more Lance like Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he's getting more facial features. Yes. They're becoming the same person. It's great. Like I love, I love that because he's the one that calls on Pumpkinhead, and uh, it's ultimately like he's the one that wants vengeance, and he's essentially the one that's doing it. It's pretty great. Yeah, and there's always something really just, I guess, pointedly perfect about committing a curse or being part of a curse and it having the ultimate price. Mm. And in this one, we find out by the final shot that Lance Henriksen is the new Pumpkinhead. Well, yeah, I think it's like everybody who calls Pumpkinhead becomes Pumpkinhead. Like it's like when they bury Pumpkinhead, when they bury the the body that we think is Pumpkinhead at the end of the movie back in the graveyard, it is 100 percent just like Lance Henriksen's shriveled up corpse. And so he's going to kind of like pay his due. And the next time he's called upon, he's going to be Pumpkinhead. Isn't that great? And that's so fucking rad. Oh, it's good. I think my the thing that I really, really dig about about Pumpkinhead too. And like, this is like the, the creature in the design is how flexible and movable he is. He doesn't just, it's not like, like there's one, one, there's a lot of wide shots. We get a lot of full body shots of Pumpkinhead and how he moves and it looks rad. Yeah. I mean, there, I will say that there are moments that feel a little stiff. You know, we really have to get the shot of Pumpkinhead before he falls over kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Um, and there's also moments, too, where, like, when Pumpkinhead's first revealed in the cabin after he's taken... I think it's as he's taking Kim, uh, the bad guy's girlfriend, or he's just about to, mm. he, like, pokes his head in the doorway because you're like, oh, I think they were having a hard day with this prop. Oh. Like, in the Jaws sense that, okay, we'll just show Pumpkinhead's head in the doorway rather than him coming all the way in. Yeah. And you're just like... It looks like look who's coming to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, it's but but when the that hillbilly kid, what's his name, Bunt? Bunt, I think. Yeah. Yeah, when he's hiding in the bathroom, uh, which Pumpkinhead never really kills him. He kind of just like finds him when he's just like, get out of my way, stop helping these people. <laughs> yeah, he well he he does kind of use him a little bit like bait to to get Lance Henriksen out. But when Bunt is hiding in the bathroom, at first you think Pumpkinhead doesn't see him, and he's like looking around. And then he goes to leave and like he comes back real quick and pulls back the curtain. And it's just like the the motion is so fluid. It's so fast. It looks it's so good. And he, and his face is changing expression throughout it. And he really leans in towards the camera. And you're right. That moment is so smooth. Yeah. Like, well, surprise. Dan Winston knows how to shoot a big monster is is the biggest thing. Like, it's it's a great directorial debut, but, like, more than anything, it's he knows how to make the monster look good and what he can do with it. He's not afraid to, to shoot it either, and, you know, big fucking deal if occasionally it looks a little herky-jerky. It's a goddamn movie about a monster that you dig up out of a pumpkin graveyard. Yeah. Like, it's not Schindler's List. <laughs> I did want to talk about Bunt as a character a little bit because the first time we see him is at the grocery store, you know, where all of our main players are kind of meeting for the first time and they're all convening outside of this uh, this old dusty spot. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, to his younger brother. Yeah, but he's giving me the exact same vibes that Joel, who runs over Billy, mm-hmm. does. You know what okay. I mean? Like, he's going to grow up to be this this dick. Yeah. But he ends up being kind of uh, a hero because he he goes out even though his parents are like, no, you got to stay in because Pumpkinhead's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, no, I want to go see if he's real and also I'll help them. (laughs) And uh, he does. He he, he ends the film a hero. And I was wondering like, oh, why are they spending so much time with this third party? 
uh, this like yokel family. Mm-hmm. I guess it's so you know like in the pet cemetery story there's somebody who knows more about the witch and is like no you don't want to go there oh like you need somebody to deliver the pumpkin head story so it can continue on is what yes, you're saying yes and they're also the ones that that tease the little boy with the pumpkin head legend mm-hmm. but i also think it's no i haven't seen the sequel but i think it's to carry on the story like i believe after this that bunt in 20 years is going to be the one that calls upon Lance Henriksen you know what I mean like it's like the sins of the father kind of thing but it's also just like the cycle of of this legend is that this town is almost like fated to never learn from their mistakes mm. it's like the whole town is cursed by Pumpkinhead I mean the same is true about about something like Pet Cemetery. like everybody who lives there know how knows how bad it is and not to go anywhere near it but, but yet it's people a power... keep re- reanimating the corpses of their loved ones oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I love when he showed up, or at least when he was giving Lance Henriksen directions to the old witch's house, you were like, there are too many agents of chaos in this movie. Everyone's an agent of chaos. Yeah, like, in, you hadn't even gotten to Pumpkinhead yet, and just the inner drama of the teenagers trying to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do, well, as long as, as far as they know, that kid is still dying in the dust. Yeah. And they're like, we need to call, we can't call, we, I'm in probation. Like, you're just like, fuck, somebody just like leave by foot (laughs) it's it's frustrating (laughs) (laughs) uh but it's uh a surprise this movie hasn't been remade yet i mean you you were saying that like it's amazing they haven't done a halloween horror nights they uh, they have to have because that fucking swamp just like walking through a pumpkin patch like you go in through the witch's house and shit i'm just thinking like you're on all of these little rickety bridges over like shallow water and Mm. fucking pumpkin head is chasing you i (laughs) I love it that sounds amazing there's nothing you can do like you just have to keep going along this fucking bridge (laughs) he's so big he is so big yeah i love a i love a monster who's got strong shoulders <laughs> you were making fun of me talking about his hips and you're like me a pumpkin hand. those but those like and maybe it's just because the title of the sequel is blood wings every time i see it i like i think it's like he's got he should have wings or somebody's like he's definitely his wings. quarterback at the pumpkin patch it's nice that we're finally covering movies that have a pumpkin patch like this has a real fall feel and maybe it's just because he's a pumpkin monster um but we are finally into fall season it is feeling like Halloween is right around the corner yeah I feel like there aren't enough uh like Halloween season horror movies that just that evoke the the season of Halloween mm, it's this, like we're not dealing with trick-or-treaters yeah, but yeah it's but fall this one we are we're dealing with folklore and Mm. we have a pumpkin patch which is a plus yeah love that (laughs) yeah because that's kind of that's what halloween is it's a bastardized amalgamation of all of these different traditions and and religions and and how everybody celebrates this this strange night that seems to kind of mirror itself across cultures and to do something that's not necessarily like modern day you know like trick-or-treat Michael Myers is fun and I don't think it's utilized enough. Yeah, right. Original content, I original IP, it's uh it was rad of them to just come out and make a new monster. I love I love a new monster and uh you know like they should really remake this or at least make a new one. Like you don't have to remake it, remake it. Yeah, just what are they calling them now? We're like re Legacy sequels, requels. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
So something interesting I read today Mm -hmm. while I was looking up the film is that Pumpkinhead was based on a poem. No shit. Yeah. Would you like me to read you the poem? Please. As as per, you know, festiving it up, spooking it up. Yeah. Okay, so this is written by Ed Justin, and it's called Pumpkinhead. Keep away from Pumpkinhead unless you're tired of living. His (laughs) His enemies are mostly dead. He's mean and unforgiving. Laugh at him and you're undone, but in some dreadful fashion. Vengeance he considers fun and plans it with a passion. (laughs) Time will not erase or blot a plot that he is brewing. It's when you think that he's forgot he'll conjure your undoing. Bolted doors and windows barred. Guard dogs prowling in the yard. Won't protect you in your bed. Nothing will from Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. That's amazing. Right? When did that come out? Uh, I don't know. That's such a good little like legend. Yeah. That's could... all you fucking need. And you're just like, fuck, I'm going to bed early this Halloween. Right? That's like one of those 30-second <laughs> horror stories. That, uh, we've got a book of those where it's like each each story you can read in about 30 seconds. And there a lot of them are fucking scary. Ugh. That's a rad poem. You should close out the rest of every podcast from now until the end of Halloween with a poem. With a spooky poem? <laughs> can I charge you with that? Can you do that? You don't have to do that, but that would be very fun. I mean, if if Children of the Corn is also from a poem, then yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, surprise. We're we're talking about Children of the Corn next week. Oh, yeah, we're getting Fall Festivus up in here. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Sam Hain scares. Is that what you said? Sawin scares, my mistake. I just phonetically pronounced it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there a moment from Pumpkinhead that we have? Oh, I know the moment. We were talking about how Pumpkinhead is super sassy. One of my favorite super sassy pumpkin head moments is when I think it's Chris goes to get on the motorbike to escape because we learn that. Oh, yes. We learn that pumpkin head has flipped the truck at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, oh, there's one bike he forgot to destroy. And it won't start. And pumpkin, no. and pumpkin head shows up and he's holding like the gear chain. Oh, man, it's even worse that it does start up, but it doesn't go anywhere oh, because, fuck. yeah, the chain is there. So it's like he really knew how to fuck with them. Oh, and the fact that he hung on to it and he was like. This is going to fucking fuck with them. He's like, he's like, you got to give them hope. <laughs> it's extra delicious when they have hope. <laughs> They're tastier with hope. <laughs> so, Kim, how are you rating Pumpkinhead? I'm like me personally. I'm giving it a three out of four. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of four. It's oh, got shit. it's got the fall bump. It's, yeah. It's just a it's got really... that sad dad half star bump. <laughs> that sad dad bump. Yeah, I fucking cried like a baby. But uh, yeah, a Halloween movie that is different from the pack. That's true. Yeah, like it's not just like oh, some kids go trick or treating and discover a ghost. Or yeah, I, I love those movies. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with those. Those um, are great. And I will always say that there's never enough Halloween movies. Trick or treat movies are none. But, yeah, but this one just feels timeless in a way. I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a sweet little urban legend monster movie. But that's just our opinion. Let us know what you thought of Stan Winston's Pumpkinhead. Hit us up on Twitter at NOFS Podcast or in the Nightmare on Film Street Discord at nofspodcast.com slash discord. If you're a fan of Nightmare on Film Street and you want even more content, consider supporting us on Patreon at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub. We have a little fan club over there we call the Fiend Club, where we release bonus episodes, content, and have watch parties and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, It's a few bucks a month, and we try to release stuff, you know, a couple times a month, so uh, it's always a party over there. Please join us, nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub. And if you want to support Nightmare on Film Street for free, that is totally cool, too. Please just leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you are listening to this. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it helps us so much. 
We'll be back soon talking about Children of the Corn. But until then, I'm John. I'm Kim. Stay creepy. And watch Pumpkinhead. It appears you made it out alive. But we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends. Thank <laughs> you.